Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman! Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, a man named Nick Greaser points a revolver at cub reporter Jimmy Olsen and delivers an ultimatum. I'm going to give you till I count three to tell me where the count is, Olsen. If you don't tell me what I want to know, I'll pull the trigger. But, but I don't know where he is. One. I never saw him before today. Two. Listen. Please listen to me. Well, gang, as you know, Tony Zale knocked out Rocky Graziano in the third round of their bout last week, which is another way of saying that Tony Zale is middleweight champion of the world once again, after losing his championship to Rocky Graziano last year. At that time, Zale took such a beating that the referee had to stop the fight. But Tony Zale is a game fighter, and he came back to win again. What's more, although Zale is 34 years old, a pretty advanced age for a boxer, he proved his superiority to the younger Graziano in this fight. For Rocky is what we call a one-handed fighter. Zale, on the other hand, uses both fists and uses them well. Then, too, Zale is a boxer as well as a puncher, while Graziano can only punch. Net result, Tony Zale is middleweight champion of the world. All of which proves that to be a winner, you must be a boxer as well as a hitter. Because when you're up against the rope, you may be able to punch your way out of it. But if you're a clever boxer, you'll never let yourself get in that spot to begin with. Now, sometimes people and nations, like prize fighters, get themselves in bad spots and have to punch their way out. Sometimes they win. Sometimes they lose. But smart people and smart nations know enough to avoid a slugfest whenever they can. They'd rather not take any chances of becoming punchy. They know that the one who uses his brains to look ahead can keep out of real trouble and never get his back against the ropes. And that's why the nations of the world have banded together in the United Nations, so that people, no people, need ever fear an international KO. And now, the adventures of Superman! On a man whom Jimmy Olsen had never seen before thrust a small oilskin package into the cub reporter's hands on the city pier and asked him to guard it while he made a telephone call, he deliberately involved the young cub reporter in a strange and perilous adventure because the mysterious man, known only as the Count, was using Jimmy to decoy a gang of criminals who knew that the Count had more than a million dollars worth of diamonds in his possession. Believing the Count had slipped the diamonds to Jimmy, the gang seized the cub reporter and took him to their headquarters, a basement flat in the tenement district. But when Nick Greasa, their leader, opened the package which the Count had given to Jimmy, he found in it only stones and broken glass. Believing that Jimmy and the Count were Confederates, and that they had conspired to trick him, Greasa pointed a revolver at Jimmy and demanded that he reveal the Count's whereabouts. This is your last chance, Olsen. Talk, or I'll shoot. I, I told you the truth. But if you won't believe me, well, go ahead and shoot. What are you waiting for, Nick? Let him have it. Shut up, Bronco. 
You got nerve, Ocean. I got to hand it to you. Thanks. You got brains, too. You knew I wouldn't knock you off till I found out where the count went with them diamonds, didn't you? You mean you... You weren't going to shoot me? Didn't I say you were smart? Figure it out. I, I don't know what you mean. Listen, mister, I don't know what this is all about. You I don't wish know you... why you... Lay off, Bronco. Look, Ocean, I like guys who got nerve and who got brains, too, see? And I like you, even if you did put up this job on me with the count. But I didn't, I tell you, I... Now, look, I wouldn't like for nothing to happen to you, see? I'd like for you to walk out of here nice and healthy. And I'd like for you to say, Nick Gracie's my pal. You mean you're going to let me go? Sure I am. I look Well, oh, gee, thanks. As soon as you tell me where your pal to come. Oh. I don't know where he is. Now, listen. For the 50th time, I tell you, I never saw him before. He just came up to me on the pier and asked me to hold a package for him while he made a phone call. Uh, how long are you going to let this pump give us the runaround, Nick? He's all done running us around, Bronco. I'm through fooling. I'm not giving you any runaround. I told you the truth. I never saw that man before. I don't know anything about any diamonds. I'm a newspaper. Shut up! You think I was born yesterday? I'll give you a chance. I was even going to let you go as soon as we caught up with the count. But you don't want it that way. You want it the hard way. Okay, so that's the way you're going to get it. Now you're talking, Nick. You'll talk, all right, before we get done with you. Only then you ain't going to be able to walk out of here. You'll have to be carried out. Okay, Bronco. Take them out and go to work on them. Where do you suppose, Lois? Looking for Jim, of course. Oh, well, did you... No, I haven't been able to find a trace of him. Oh, dear, the police haven't either. I just talked to Inspector Henderson. Yeah, I know. I've just come from police headquarters. Please come into my office, Lois, will you? I want to talk to you. Poor Jimmy. What are we going to do about him, Clark? I'm just crazy with worry. That doesn't help. We've got to keep our heads... Now, tell me, did you call back... Uh, did you call Bruce Wayne as I asked you to? Yes, but that isn't going to help any either. What can that playboy do? That playboy, as you call him, may be able to do a great deal. Oh. This case is right up his alley. What do you mean? Well, look, if I'm right, and I think I am, Jim was used as a decoy to draw an underworld gang away from someone who had to get away with something. Now, Bruce Wayne happens to know a great deal about the underworld. You said Jim was used as a decoy? That's right. Well, what do you mean? Remember how some man came up to Jim on the pier and asked him to hold a little package for him while he made a telephone call? Yes, yes, Well, but... I think that fellow was a smuggler who had just stepped off the boat. What? He saw some men he didn't want to see, realized they were after whatever he had brought in, so he made a show of slipping a package to Jim. Oh, dear. See, he knew the men were watching him and would believe Jim now had the stuff, whatever it was, and would go after him. You get it? Yes, but, well, there was nothing but a lot of worthless junk in that package. I know. Stones and broken glass. Yes, but don't you see? That was our man's trick. He did that to make the fellows who were waiting for him think the real stuff, whatever it was, was in the package he gave Jim. Oh, and while they went after Jim, the man who had slipped in the phony package escaped with the real thing. Exactly. Of course, it's only a hunch, Lois, but I'm pretty sure it's a good one. Well, but even if you're right, Clark, what are we going to do? We don't know who any of these men are or what they did with Jim. Well, that's what I'm hoping Bruce Wayne can find out for us. You see, he and Rob... Uh, I mean, uh, just a minute, that's my phone. Hello? Yes, this is Kent. Who's... Oh, hello, Batman. Batman? Listen, did you... Batman? What? You did? Well, I... Sure, you bet I can in two shakes. Just tell me where you are. Just a second, Lois. The Blue Front Cafe? Sure, I know where that is. Right, I'll be there before you can say you know what. So long. What 
did Batman want with you, Clark? Eddie has a clue that may lead us to Jim. He has? Uh-huh. And he wants me to but get how right... Does, how does Batman know about Jim? Huh? Oh, uh... <laughs> That is strange, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, we, we'll figure that out some other time. I, I've got to meet him right away. I'll see you later, Lois. Wait a minute, Clark. I'll go along. No, no, no. Not this time. Keep your fingers crossed. So long. Yeah, I can change in this storeroom. Good old Batman. I knew he and Robin had come through. Blue Front Cafe, he said. Well, I can be there in a jiffy as Superman. There we are. All set. Just raise this window. Now, up! Cafe, but I don't see Batman around. Or Robin either. I think I'll ask the cashier. Uh, pardon me, I had an appointment to meet Batman here. Did you by any Don't chance? A uh, Batman. My name is Clark. Never mind, Evan. But he distinctly said the Blue Front Cafe. I had the impression that he was calling from Never here. Never mind, no Batman. I said. But if you. steps away from the cashier's cage and looks again over the restaurant, filled with unsavory-looking characters, obviously denizens of the underworld. What has happened to Batman? We'll be back in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So keep listening. It was Silver Jubilee Day at the Yankee Stadium last Sunday, the 25th anniversary of the ballpark of champions. Dozens of old Yankees were on hand for the celebration, and 50,000 baseball fans poured their welcome to the veterans. But the greatest welcome for the man in the Yankee uniform, number three. For that man was the one and only Babe Ruth, and he was back on his old stamping ground. Yes, gang, this was a very special occasion for the Bambino, who was wearing his old uniform, number three. The same uniform he had worn in the good old days when his booming bats brought tears to pitchers and cheers from Yankee fans. And now old number three was being worn for the last time in the history of the game. It is being retired to baseball's Hall of Fame at Cooperstown, for it has become part of baseball history. Babe Ruth, fellas and girls, is a living symbol of greatness that comes of playing the game hard and clean. And every one of us should try to live up to the standards he set. People know that the Babe always went up to the plate with the spirit of may the best man win. And if he won, it was because he was best, not because he kept anyone out or refused to play against a dangerous opponent. Gang, let's keep that spirit always alive on our baseball diamonds and football fields and tennis courts, wherever they may be. Keep your competition clean. Don't let any barriers of race or religion squash good competition. Make sure that at the end of the game, you can truly say, the best man won. And now, back to the adventures of Superman! Announcing that he had a clue to the missing Jimmy Olsen, the famous Batman phoned Clark Kent and asked him to meet him at the Blue Front Cafe, a restaurant frequented by members of the underworld. But when Kent arrived there, he could not find his friend. Now, as Kent stands at one side of the restaurant, an elderly stoop-shouldered waiter, in shirt sleeves and soiled apron, emerges through the swing doors from the kitchen, a tray of food in his hands. As he approaches Kent, he pauses and speaks to him swiftly, furtively, hardly moving his lips. You looking for Batman? Why, yes, I... Not so loud. What's your name? Clark Kent. Okay, now get this. 
Batman couldn't wait for you. Something happened. What is it, man? What happened? Don't talk. I think they're watching me. Who's watching? Sit down. Order something. I'll be back in a minute. I don't like the sound of this. Uh-oh. What was the... Great Scott! The... the waiter! He's been shot! <laughs> Peering through the dimly lit, smoky atmosphere of the underworld cafe, Clark Kent perceives that the waiter who had just talked with him lies slumped on the floor, shot before he could reveal the message left by Batman. What has happened to Batman and Robin? And what can Superman do now to find Jimmy Olsen without a clue even to the whereabouts of his friends? There's a thrill a minute in tomorrow's exciting episode, gang, so don't miss it whatever you do. Yes, be sure to tune in again tomorrow, same time, same station, for Chapter 4 of The Secret of Meteor Island on... The Adventures of Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time. Watch for the Superman adventure serial soon to be shown at your local movie theater. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you'll hear Tom Mix and his Ralston straight shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.